So we're talking about our favorite subject today, um, <laughs> which is protecting your assets. Um, <laughs> literally protecting your assets. So we're talking about business insurance and workman's compensation and how that plays into the bigger grand scheme of getting funded and maintaining what you have. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy D. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TDA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. So my name is Tracy V. Allen. I am the owner of TVA Consulting Group. I help social entrepreneurs and social enterprises to design, build, and fund their social ventures, as well as maximizing their impact in the community. And I've been in this business for well over 20 years. I heard that inflection, that 20-year inflection. (laughs) (laughs) I'm owner of Typhoon Enterprises. I mostly work with Nonprofit organizations helping them to move from startup and struggle to sustainability and success. Um, Tracy, just like Tracy, I've been in this business for uh, more than 20 years, and we can see some stuff in 20 years, right? This uh-huh. is uh-huh. why we're coming over here to help you protect your assets, right? Because we've seen some stuff happen yeah. over the course of 20 years that a lot of things could have been avoided if people had the right things in place to protect them against a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of people, and I know you have the same issue, when we tell them that they need to get at least um, some type of professional insurance or um, errors and omissions, and most of all, workman's compensation, we usually get some pushback, right? Because entrepreneurs tend to think of it as another expense. Yes, granted, it is another expense, but it is a necessary expense because we live in a very litigious society. And the last thing that you want to happen is for somebody to sue you or sue your company and you end up losing on the personal side of your um, life what you have worked hard to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And they'll try it, right? It, and this is the thing. Sometimes we're thinking, okay, we're in this, we're we're in social causes, right? We're in this for social impact. What could I possibly do wrong that someone will try to sue me? And that could be anything, like any doesn't even matter. I remember when I, Tracy, when I first got insurance for my business because I hadn't always had insurance for my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think got, we're all guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, because and, and this I was trying to, I was having an event. And I needed some volunteers mm-hmm. to, to volunteer my event that was on grounds, you know. And I reached out to a university because, you know, you can get volunteers or whatever from where. And the person who was over the internship program was like, okay, well, we'll do this, but you have a vendor's agreement uh, and we need to have proof of your insurance. And I'm like, oh, you're talking about like my car insurance? Like, like, what, <laughs> like, like, what, like what kind of insurance are you? Are you are you been in? And she's like, well, you have to have insurance if you're going to have our students come over there and work your event because what if something happens, right? What if something goes on 
And I'm like, oh, okay, you're not talking about event insurance? He's like, no, I'm talking about um, liability insurance. You have to cover my kids. And I'm like, you know what? That makes perfect sense, right? So at that point, I started just looking to insurance for my business. It doesn't cost that much, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up getting getting that. And then, you know, going a little bit further down the line, now you have people work for you. You've got folks who will break their fingernail and will try to sue you. <laughs> But I'm happy that you talked about event insurance. So in event insurance versus liability insurance. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's some um, organizations, social enterprises, businesses, because businesses have events as well. So social enterprises, regular businesses or nonprofits, they think that all they need to cover their assets is to have event insurance. But in a lot of cases, it's not enough. You need to have insurance, liability insurance over the entire business entity. Mm-hmm. And it's actually better to buy commercial insurance. It's cheaper to buy commercial insurance if you're going to be having events on a regular basis versus getting event insurance every time you get an event, you have an event. And let's talk about that, that directors and officers. Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You know, do you know? I mean, it's like nonprofits. I think we just forget. We're just like, okay, we're just doing the work. We get in the work, and we're just, we're just gone, right? We don't think about the fact that something may come back on you, or you need to protect your staff, and you need to. We have people who are doing a lot of outreach, and I see a lot of outreach being done um, in nonprofits, and nobody's covered. It's or you're talking with kids every day, and you're not covered. But something comes up, and and you and you have to be accountable for that what if somebody tries to sue you and said you did something that you didn't do or what if you miss a deadline and try to and somebody try to sue you for it mm-hmm. <laughs> right and a lot of people don't realize that when you're working with kids you have to have a special type of insurance mm-hmm. to work with children so i think the best thing for people to make sure that they're covering their assets effectively is to make sure you're talking to an insurance agent just don't go online and just buy insurance based on what you hear Ty and I say today or you hear other people say you need. Every business is unique and it needs a special type of insurance based on the um, services they provide, the number of people that work for them. You know, just a, a lot of different factors roll into whether you're brick and mortar, you're working virtually, all types of things. Um, Uh, makes a decision as to what type of insurance you're going to get. And speaking to an insurance agent is the best way to make sure that you have coverage across the board. Coverage. Cover your assets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you get the insurance agent, they can tell you what's available. Um, And some things might be available in one state, may not be available in the next state, may be applicable in one state, may not be in the next. Sometimes there there are minimum amount of coverage that you have to have. Right that you may not and the rules are different across states so you want to get with your agent so that you can know what you're doing and you can follow the rules right because like even with worker and compensation which is one thing that um a lot of people push back on well i don't have any employees well you don't necessarily need to have employees in order to have workman's compensation at the end of the day you work for your company um if you get a subcontractor somebody who's contracted under you right they're working for your company. If they're out there doing work for your company and something happens to them, you could be held liable. Right? Like I said. 
Yeah, exactly. So if that person has their own company and they're subcontracting from through their own company, their own business into your business, then you need to make sure that they can show you a certificate of coverage from their company, right? So that you know that they're covered or else you're going to have some issues going on. So again, and some of these, like Ty said, some of these things differ from state to state. Right. So you really do need to speak to an insurance agent and make sure that you're fully covered. And another thing that Ty and I were talking about the other day was that there are some grants currently that having insurance is a requirement. Mm-hmm. So you want yeah. to talk about that, Ty? This is quite, I mean, this is the wildest thing. And I think that it's because so many people are starting to to, to, to see where they can sue you, right? <laughs> so they're making this is requ- this is just and this is where we're getting a, a lot of kickback from Tracy when we're making these little suggestions. Hey, do you have proof of insurance? Um, do you have proof of you know business banking? All this kind of stuff. Um, where the funds are really being concerned because they want to make sure that if something happens under their funding, you know, while you're while you're utilizing their funding to to, to do a certain thing that your participants don't go back and try to scam. You know, right. funded by a grant or whoever, and then something happens in this program, and if the if the, the participant thinks that you don't have any money, they'll go after the funder. You know, right. they're That's not how this works. So this is why the funders are starting to ask that you have, um, that you apply proof of insurance even before you can get these monies. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that kind of covers it for me today. Um, you know, do your best to cover your assets. You don't want to make, you want to take, um, take away or put up a barrier, I should say, between your personal assets and your business's assets. You don't ever want something to happen in your business and it rolls over into your personal life. So having business insurance. And tell them, tell them this, that an LLC does not do, does not mean anything if you do not have your insurance. Exactly. How did we not say that? Yes. <laughs> yes. The LLC, the limited liability means that if somebody tries to sue you, they can only sue you, they can only be, but well, I don't really don't understand how that, how that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. um, if these are, especially if you haven't set, set up your, your payroll, you don't know what's yours. Exactly. And all this stuff. So how do you separate it? So mm-hmm. you, you need to have insurance. So you can just just call, just file a, a a claim with the insurance and get it done, right? You don't even have to worry about your person. Right, and I, I mean that could be a whole other conversation when it comes to LLC because um, you would hear a lot of people say that just having the LLC separates you from your business. But most people who have LLCs. And not drawing a salary from their business and they're commingling funds. So there really is no true separation between you and your business. But that's a whole nother discussion. So just make <laughs> Yeah. So just make sure that you are taking the time to sit down and talk to an insurance agent. It's way cheaper than most people think that it can it is. Um, you can be paying anywhere from 40 upwards. Um, $40 a month upwards. So you just really need to sit down your, um, to um, talk to an insurance broker and get the best deal possible for your, for your business. But operating your business without um, insurance is negligent. Mm-mm. It is You're negligent. Be, yeah. 
that's the best thing I ever done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It gives you a, a, a level of security that makes you sleep better at night. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And until what is it, Wednesday at three o'clock, we'll be back here again. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.